1.0 here with the WWE Raw reaction for, let's see, September 26th. All right, let's get into it. We start the show with Roman Reigns and Rusev uh, for the WWE United States title. It's a rematch from Clash of Champions the night before. Uh, they get right into it here, which I love. Usually we start with like 30 minutes of talking, but... Uh, they get right into it. Rusev's already in the ring. Rowan Reigns comes down, and bada-bing, bada-boom, we start the match. And once again, these guys had a phenomenal match. Uh, great. It was a great match. They switched it up from Clash of Champions, where they literally were just beating the crap out of each other. And then in this one, they kind of uh, focus more on the map stuff right from the get-go, which is, you know, solid. You want to see something different. So... Uh, I thought it was great that Rusev tried to bring Roman Reigns to the ground, and he, he out-wrestled him for a long time. Um, one big gripe I have here is Roman Reigns did the roll-up at one point, and when he does that little schoolboy roll-up, he likes to pin him down, and then at two, he'll pick him up Excuse me for the big power bomb. and when he went to pick him up, he just didn't have it in him, so... Realistically, Rusev was down for a three count, and the ref just kind of stopped because he knew that's not how the match was supposed to end. So, eh, what are you going to do? I thought uh, it was a solid match. They ended up beating the crap out of each other to a double countout, which I honestly forgot until until I looked at the, the results once again. And that's how good of a match it was. It just kept going, it kept going. They kept beating the crap out of each other. They were in the crowd, and... Um, they both just got counted out. Uh, Reigns ends up hitting the spear on Rusev and leaves, leaves him in a heap on in the middle of the ring. Can't can't get my words out. Well, this will be a long one, folks. Stick with us. Uh, and then he get. Uh, sorry, I'm missing so many points here. Before that, Rusev hit him with the chair because Reigns was going from the ring steps towards Rusev for the Superman punch. Rusev had a chair waiting for him. Boom. Throws him in the ring. Goes for the chair. Spear. Reigns. Looks like he's going to hit Rusev with a chair. And then he sits on it and holds the championship up. Gets a lot of boos. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to hit Rusev with a chair. Boom. That's what you need to do. Roman Reigns needs to be the Samoan badass. He needs to start beating the crap out of people. Well, I don't care what he's got to use to do it. If he needs to use the chair, do it. If you need to use a steel pipe, do it. If you need to use the uh, sledgehammer, do it. Whatever you got to do, you got to beat the crap out of everyone, Roman. It was a solid match. Uh, I guess the big gripe was the three count that wasn't, and then the fact that uh, this this didn't end. Like, there was no outcome. So I, I guess this is how they're going to continue the feud, is every time these guys need to make their stuff last, they're just going to have a no decision? I don't know. Didn't make sense. Uh, Mick Foley comes out and he says, you know, we gotta, we gotta discuss this Cesaro and Sheamus no ending thing, uh, because at the best of sevens, they didn't, they didn't have much to go off of, uh, as far as a result, because they had the double count out there. It seems to be a theme right now, the, the count outs. Um, so Foley announced that before, before this, Foley said, hey, whoever wins this best of series, best of seven series will get a championship match down the line. Obviously, there's no winner, so what do you do? Foley says, you guys are going to be tag team uh, tag team number one contenders, so to speak. Uh, and it, I don't get it. I don't get it. Here's, here's my problem with this one. Cesaro teamed with Tyson Kidd 
as the world's greatest tag team or the greatest tag team ever, whatever they called themselves. I can't remember. But that was the whole thing is like after Cesaro and Kidd were done tag teaming together because Tyson Kidd's injury, I just don't see Cesaro with anyone else. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a very strange thing to see him tag teaming with Sheamus. They've done this before. Rock and Sock Connection, those two were like the odd couple, so to speak. They did Triple H and Stone Cold, who strictly came together to be, you know, a powerhouse tag team. So, uh, I just didn't, it didn't make sense to me. But, I guess we'll see what happens. My fear is that they're going to give these guys the titles simply to continue their creative, creative push. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. So Mick Foley says, whoever wins this next match between the New Day and the club will defend against Cesaro and Sheamus. And then, lo and behold, the uh, the club comes out with, uh, or sorry, the New Day comes out, they take on the club. Um, I think, it, you know, another solid match for these two. I, I think the club is stepping up. I like the fact that their wrestling is really, really amazing. Uh, and the New Day is trying new, innovative ways to make this match work. Um, <laughs> Kofi Kingston got beat up pretty badly. Uh, I think it was Luke Gallows threw him into the ring step, and he just started bleeding all over the place. So, you know, here's what I'll give credit to them for this, at least. Um, the New Day hit their weird little big ending with the DDT off the top rope, and then usually that means the match is over. Uh, Gallows broke up the pin, so the match isn't over. They... The club hit the magic killer, usually means the match is over. Match wasn't over. And then a bloody Kofi Kingston hits the Trouble in Paradise for the win. So I, I was happy that they had a different ending. It wasn't the same old stuff. I don't remember the last time Kofi's hit the Trouble in Paradise for the victory, so that was cool. But the problem is that the club is nothing. The club is just doo-doo right now. <laughs> For lack of a better term, I've had a cup of coffee. I'm using new words like doo-doo. Uh, th- there's just nothing for them anymore. So, I don't know. I, it's frustrating as, a, as, you know, the Bullet Club was this awesome faction in New Japan Wrestling. And now it's just nothing. It's just nothing. The club is garbage. AJ's over on SmackDown doing his own thing as the champ. The club's over this way just doing their own thing as nothing. <laughs> So here what I here's what I think is going to happen. Um, Finn Balor will come back, and they will install the Balor Club. I think he'll come back as a heel, or not really a heel, but kind of a heel. And then uh, they'll do Finn Balor as the leader of the club, and then maybe we'll get some cool WrestleMania moments out of it. I don't know. Uh, but right now the club, Anderson and Gallows, is just not very good. Uh, and that's all on WWE. These guys were amazing when they were coming in. Like, they were the guys in the tag team division, and they just haven't done anything with them. So, it sucks because they've brought in out of, out of, I don't want to say out of business, they've brought in people from outside WWE, and they've pushed them, which is rare because back, like, 10 years ago, if you were from TNA or ROH or New Japan, they were like, you can come in here and you can make some money, but we're not going to make you stars or anything. And since then, they've kind of gotten rid of that mentality. Until now. <laughs> I mean, AJ Styles is Mr. TNA, and he's the WWE champion. Why can't they do that with the club? I don't get it. Uh, 
Anyway, moving on. Bailey versus some random person, uh, Anna Fields. She, uh, Anna Fields got some quick offense in, and then Bailey squashed her. And then Bailey says she's going to go after the uh, title, and if she thinks that Sasha and Charlotte are done with her, they haven't seen anything yet. So I think this was just strictly to get Bailey a, a win, and they can make her look legitimate when they want to push her again for the women's championship. Um, that was about it. Uh, moving on, cruiserweight action. We've got Cedric Alexander and Rick Swan versus Drew Gulak and Lindsay Dorado. Uh, quick gripe, I really hate how they changed the entire ring to purple for the cruiserweights. I get it. You want to you know set them apart from the entire roster, but like they don't do that for women's matches. They don't make them like white or whatever. They don't. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't think they need to do that. These guys are a part of the roster. I agree that they're their own division, but, like, what's the point of changing all of this to purple? Just because the Cruiserweight Classic was purple? I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, solid match. I, I still don't think the action gets, or the, sorry, I don't think the crowd gets what's going on here. Uh, Rich Swan, you, like I said, once again, the, the all-night-long chant, just not there anymore, so I don't get it. Uh, Cedric Alexander is phenomenal in the ring. That dude is straight money. Um, but once again, there's no reason for anyone to care about these guys the way they they don't push them as much as they used to. I think they're banking on the fact that all of these young fans watch the Cruiserweight Classic, but the people that go to these Raw live shows are usually not the ones who are, you know, uber geeks staying in and watching the network 24-7. They're kids and their parents who are just taking their kids. So I, I, I just don't think they're getting it to the audience like they should. Uh, the, the action was phenomenal. The Alexander, what is, I don't know what it's called, the low, the low umbrage bar, the low bridge thing where he tosses him up and then puts him on his knees. That was phenomenal. It didn't, it didn't hit exactly how it should have, but it was phenomenal. Uh, Alexander hit uh, Dorado with a knee, and it sounded so realistic. It might have been. I don't know. And then Drew Gulak got kicked in the face by Swan. That felt realistic. I thought it was great. Um, But unfortunately, I don't think the fans understand what's exactly going on here. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus were put together in a tag team match, and they both look pretty beat up. Sheamus has arm wraps and knee wraps and Cesaro's got the Kinesio tape all around him now and they go against two jobbers uh Nick Cutler and Willie Williams Willis Williams I can't remember which one but uh they beat him pretty quick and I guess they're just trying to prove that Cesaro and Sheamus can coincide with each other I don't know it didn't make too much sense to me to be honest uh I will give the two competitors this they Sold it pretty well. Cesaro was trying to go for the neutralizer, and Sheamus brogue kicks the other guy who's trying to come in the ring for the save. And then he brogue kicks the first guy and says, here you go. They're both laid out. Just pin him, Cesaro. And Cesaro begrudgingly pins him. So I thought it was cool that they're trying to make this like a a one-upsman ship type of deal. 
but uh, still just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Sasha Banks confronts Charlotte and says, yo, I want my title. And she demanded a singles match against Charlotte for the title. And Charlotte agreed and said, next week, not this week, next week. And then Sasha slapped the crap out of her and that was it. So, I don't know. I think it's... I, I fear that they're going to pull the title off Charlotte this quickly and give it back to Sasha. It's like you can't ping-pong a title and have it mean something. Charlotte had it forever. And when Charlotte fi- or when Sasha finally beat her, it was like, whoa, that's awesome. So Charlotte's got to hold this for a while, in my opinion. You can't just keep ping-ponging it. So, uh, you know, I, I like Charlotte as a heel. She's getting better on the microphone. Uh, but... You know, I don't like, I don't like Sasha as the face. She used to be super like in your face and edgy in NXT when she was taking on Bailey. You know, she had this bravado, and now she's not there. So, I think, I think what we'll do is hopefully have Charlotte hold the title, and then Sasha get super pissed and be like, "Yo, you are not better than me. I'm." I'm freaking uh, Charlotte. Sorry. <laughs> a fantasy football trade just went through, and I, I don't know if I'm going to like what I just did, so we'll find out. Uh, anyway, Charlotte and Sasha next week in Los Angeles for the WWE Women's Championship. I don't know. Maybe Sasha wins because it's in Los Angeles. That'd be a kind of a storyline thing. We'll see. TJ Perkins, once again, with a super awesome entrance versus Tony Nese who I didn't know they signed, so that's cool. I like Tony Nese. I think he's fantastic. Um, uh, once again, cruiserweights. Crowd doesn't know how to react, so it's unfortunate that the the it just didn't work as far as crowd reaction. The crowd seemed like they were bored, and Nice and Perkins did some phenomenal stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't believe this was for the match, but uh, or sorry, for the title. But, uh, you know, Perkins is great in the ring. Nice was phenomenal. And, unfortunately, this was the first time anyone's seen Nice as far as Raw. So, it, I, hopefully it just, it's just going to take time. It's going to take time for these guys to get used to this. Uh, but right now it's just real unfortunate that they don't really have a, have a plan for the Cruiserweights. Perkins wins. Uh, we learned that Perkins will defend his title against Brian Kendrick again. I believe that's next week in Los Angeles. So that'll be cool to see. Um, highlight reel. Chris Jericho comes out as Kevin Owens. As his guest. I'm trying to think what happened. <laughs> uh, oh, Seth Rollins comes out, and he's like, he said he's going to confront Kevin Owens during the highlight reel. Seth Rollins is hurt, not medically cleared to compete, so all of the people come down of the people, all of the security come down and push him back into the locker room. Kevin Owens, you know, says he's the best, so on and so forth. It was great. I think I think Jericho and Owens have awesome segments. They're always funny, and but I'm struggling to think of a word here. It just felt like there was something missing. Enzo and Cass come out and kind of have their little spiel, <laughs> and they make fun of uh, 
they make fun of the uh, the uh, trying to think what what did Jericho say something about sitting on someone's lap like he's Santa Claus I don't know it's a great little segment uh, that leads to a match between Owens and Jericho sorry no Owens and Jericho versus Enzo and Cass um, Enzo and Cass ended up losing which I don't understand all the time uh, but. Kevin Owens looks strong because he hits the pop-up horror bomb on Enzo Amore. I think it's great when <laughs> Chris Jericho went, like, paddling, I guess is the best word I can think of. He went, you know, crawling to the to the corner there, and Owens goes, yo. He picks his head up, holds his hand up, says, here, slap my hand. Let's, come on, be, be a freaking wrestler. That was great. Um... I think that this is going to push a Owens and Jericho feud at some point. We'll see what happens here. But uh, we'll have to see how Rollins gets his revenge as well because the dude, I think the dude was legitimately hurt from what they, they were scanning his ribs. They don't scan your ribs if you're not hurt, usually. I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know how the medical stuff works. I'm not a doctor. Just like Stephanie McMahon said to Mick Foley, I don't pay you to be a doctor. I don't pay you to be your medical I don't pay you for your medical expertise. I'm struggling with words. Here's where we don't struggle with words. You go to geekiverse.com. You click on the merch store. There's no words to be struggled with because it's all in our t-shirts, baby. It's all right there, man. Just drink it in. We got t-shirts on the geekiverse.com. We've got uh, the Amazon link. You go to amazon.com. You buy the stuff you're already buying. We get a small kickback simply for driving traffic to the store. So you can help us out that way. Go to YouTube. Check out all of our cool videos from Buffalo Comic Con. We've got uh, some Let's Plays that are going up soon. NBA 2K17, NHL17. Uh, I'm actively challenging Josiah to a to an NHL17 match. So we'll see if that can happen. Uh, I think it's uh, there's lots of cool stuff on the Geekiverse. That's what I'm telling you. Go to it. Just check us out. That's all we that's all we want. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. It's all there. TheGeekiverse.com. Uh, I'm going to give this Raw a solid B. Turned into B paper, got a B paper. That's how it works for college. That's how it works for Raw. I think uh, they could have done better. There's a lot of meh segments. But overall, pretty solid show, considering there was Monday Night Football and the debate, and they didn't mention either of them. Props to wrestling for focus on wrestling. Way to go, WWE. You know what I'm going to focus on? I'm going to focus on going to bed because I'm tired. I'm sick. And I'm tired and sick and tired. And I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm losing my mind. Bruner 1.0. I'm out of here. We'll see you later, geeks.